0: What's going on, everybody? This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, I love Evan, Matt, Jared, all those guys. I've, I've known them for over six years now, and uh, they just went public. They're, they're doing amazing things, and every single day they're giving hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars a year to veterans. Uh, they also... Just double down on Joe Rogan's budget, uh, really supporting uh, the First Amendment and free speech. And I appreciate that. Some people got some beef with Black Rifle. I don't care. Uh, they're good friends to me. And this entire country is based around uh, not everybody thinking the same way that you do. And here's what I know. They've been loyal to me. I'm going to be loyal to them. Uh, they're a great group of guys. They're doing stuff for the military community. And... Their coffee is amazing. It really is. It actually really is good. They're ready to drink. Uh, coffee is what gets me through the day every single day. And that is the truth. So, support a military owned uh, coffee company that has actually made it. And everybody is a hater because they're not them. But we love those guys and we're thankful for them, their friendship. And now, their sponsorship on the podcast. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. Greatest country in the world, and it is worth fighting for. It is worth bleeding for. And if it takes it, it's worth dying for. For the greatest country that this world has ever seen. What's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of the Dear America podcast. Hope you guys had a fantastic Easter. I hope you guys had a fantastic time with your family, and most importantly, I hope you had the opportunity to uh remember uh the amazing love and grace that uh Jesus Christ showed to all of us through dying on the cross uh for our sins. You know, I was listening to a church sermon and uh it, it it's talking about, you know, on Friday was the crucifixion. Um and what I really like is uh you know, today is Friday, but Sunday's coming. And so I really like that. And I think that's a really powerful thing to get you through a lot of stuff. And man, oh, man, have things been going crazy. So as most of you probably know from listening and, you know, following stories and things like that, me and my family are in Texas for a bit. So I am filming uh, from the room of my Airbnb here in Fort Worth, Texas. And so uh, while I'm driving to Texas, a couple of crazy things happened. So we got to get into uh, the whole Elon Musk thing, and I specifically did not jump into an episode about it and do what everybody else did and be like, Elon's gonna save the world because I knew it wouldn't be that simple. And so I figured I would wait a couple of days, and you know, now that we've had uh, you know a couple of days to see what's going on and how things are transpiring, et cetera, I, I think it's a good time to to kind of break it down a little bit. We've got the TikTok update uh coming up uh my my constant battle with tiktok and then of course the big 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 major news is the ending of the infringement on our rights uh mask mandates in airplanes and in the airport and so this is going to be a huge episode uh i'm excited about this i hope you guys are having a fantastic day today and let's get into it but before we do that let's get into a sponsor All right, guys, listen up. I've got some inside information on the meat industry. We could be seeing a huge spike in meat prices soon because of the price of wheat and corn. No, I've not confused beef with grains. I'm from Mississippi. I know the difference. Trust me. The truth is more than half the cost of a cow is in the food it eats. So when grain and corn go up, guess what? So does your steak. Wheat prices have hit an all-time high of $12.09 a bushel. You may not know what a bushel is, but if wheat costs that much, imagine how much a steak will. Don't lose out on your favorite cuts. You can secure a fair and affordable price with Good Ranchers on all your meats. They deliver 100% American meat straight to your door, and when you subscribe with them, they lock in your price. That's right. As long as you're a subscriber, it doesn't matter how much meat goes up, your price is locked in forever. All you got to do is go to goodwrenchers.com slash Graham and use my code Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, for $30 off, plus your lock-in for life if you subscribe today. Again, All you got to do is go to www.goodranchers.com slash Graham and enter my promo code Graham for $30 off. And if you subscribe, it will lock your price in no matter how much Biden tries to screw the economy up. Go to goodranchers.com slash Graham today. All right. So first of all, first of all, we got to talk into breaking news as of five minutes ago President Biden has apparently informed Obama that he is going to run in 2024. I think I speak for the rest of the world at this point. um, Sure. Why not? Uh, I think it would be the most hilarious thing that we've all ever seen and or the most sad thing that we've all ever seen. I just watched a video of the Easter Bunny having to direct Joe Biden uh, which way to go? I also posted a video probably over the weekend and, and I honestly, I didn't post it to make fun of Joe Biden. I posted it because it was truly one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. It was a video of him finishing up a speech and then the man turns to his right and, and extends his hand out to shake the hand of someone. Uh, I don't really know who it was. Um, And a lot of people were like, oh, well, he was, you know, talking to the people in the crowd and, you know, seeing if he was supposed to go that direction. No, he wasn't. You're liars. He was trying to shake someone's hand and that someone was not there. And then I might even believe that, except when he turned around and is now facing backwards from the podium, he just stands there for a solid 15 to 20 seconds until finally someone gets his attention And then he goes where his friends are. This man is in obvious cognitive decline. And it is, at this point, it's not even fun anymore. Like I don't post the videos of Biden to make fun of Biden. I post the videos to show people what we're actually dealing with here and what the rest of the world sees, which is American weakness. And something needs to be done about it for sure. All I'm saying is, you know, let him run in 2024. 2024 is going to be uh, of epic proportions anyway. So you might as well let it happen. And, you know, let's see where the cards fall, where they may. Finishing up on Easter, Ilhan Omar, you know, the anti-American hating congresswoman, is under extreme backlash, and rightfully so. Um, There was a video that went viral on Twitter over Easter Sunday. And, you know, I'll admit it was probably a little weird, you know, even as a Christian myself, I probably be like, you know, "Eh." (laughs) but there was this viral video of this man pulling out a guitar at like 39,000 feet on a flight and singing, you know, Christian songs for Easter. And, um, anyway, here, um, let me see if I can play this for you really quick. All right, so again, like I said, kind of weird. Um and, you know, I even as a Christian, I, I would have been like, "Hey man, <laughs> come on. We're 30,000 feet in an airplane. How'd you even get that guitar on here?" That would be my first question. Have you seen the overhead bins? Uh but regardless, uh Ilhan Omar tweets the video out and just says, "I think my family and I should have a prayer session next time I am on a plane." How do you think that will end? Ilhan Omar is uh, not a Christian. However, she is very much anti Christian. See, there's a difference there in the philosophies of that. So I'm not Muslim. uh, I'm not Catholic. uh, I'm not all these other things. I believe Christianity is the way, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's what I believe. And I believe it's our obligation as Christians to show that love and that grace to others so that they may know Jesus the way that I do. That's what I believe, right? But I'm not anti-Jewish. I'm not anti-Catholic. I'm not anti-Muslim. See the difference there? Ilhan Omar hates Christians. She hates Christianity. Uh, she does, the end. Uh, and her, her daily actions uh, indicate nothing but that. She's an evil woman. I mean, you know, it's not that, oh, I just don't like her and all this other kind of stuff. Um, I just, I truly believe that she is just an evil woman. Let's see. She responded with everybody, you know, backlash over this saying, and the original snowflakes had a complete and glorious meltdown. Anyway, I'm not the only one. Uh, Vernon Jones tweeted out, why do you hate Christians, Ilhan? If the freedom of religion we enjoy here in America disturbs you, feel free to pack your bags and head back to Somalia, Sudan, or wherever you're from. Take your brother with you. Florida congressional candidate Jose Castillo said that in America, Muslims can and do pray in public. He added in a tweet that if Omar wants a country where Christians aren't allowed to do the same, Ilhan should go back to her own country. I agree. Uh, again, the, the the point of this, the reason that she does these things, is because she hates Christianity. She hates it across the board. She she hates Christians. She hates Christianity. And I truly believe from her moral character, from and 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 her blatant transparency about it. Now I know what you're going to say. All politicians have horrible character, and that is a very valid debate in a lot of areas for 99.5% of, you know, people in Congress. But as blatantly transparent as she is of her hatred towards the constitution, towards the military, towards freedom, towards Christianity, I don't think she's fit to serve in office, but you know, what do I know? I'm just a redneck from Mississippi. So Anyway, okay, I want to update you guys on the TikTok saga. If you guys were listening, uh, the uh, I guess it was last week I gave you a, a breakdown of TikTok and, and and what's been going on. So, full transparency, here's here's the updates with TikTok. So, if you'll recall, well, I realize some of you probably didn't hear, uh, but just in case, I'll try to catch you up as quickly as. I can. So last week I posted a video. I posted a video on TikTok, responding to a viral TikTok video where a teacher said that three and four year olds were old enough to understand uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. So my very first video, I, I made it. I posted it on Instagram and I posted it on Facebook. They're both still up there. It was fine, but uh, within I don't know an hour TikTok took it down and said that I was harassing and bullying and I violated community standards. So I said, all right. So I, you know, appealed it. And within 20 seconds, got an appeal notification back, uh, said, Nope, this is harassment and bullying. Uh, it stays taken down. And you know, if I'm being completely transparent, just like I told you guys the last episode, all right, I'll give you that one. I think it's a little weak, a little a little thin skinned but okay whatever sure i was harassing and bullying so then i made a video simply explaining that uh and i said in the video that you know these teachers are allowed to make these videos that go viral um on tiktok saying that they're going to teach your kids about sexual identity and sexual orientation behind your back uh but his parents were not allowed to say anything because then it's called harassing and bullying And then that video starts taking off. And then to my surprise, I get another community standards guidelines uh, notification uh, that said that this time I was, I was responsible for hate speech. (laughs) And so what I did was I appealed that one too. And the last episode you guys heard, there had been no updates. So here's the, here's the weird thing. So here's the updates now. So when I appealed the first video, I got a notification from TikTok saying, no, it had been reviewed and no. So I appealed the next one and, uh, I never got a notification, but I guess I won because the community guidelines violation came off of it and the video came back, but I never got a notification about that, which I thought was interesting but here's the here's the best part. Since then I posted three more videos, I have gotten no more strikes of any kind. But yesterday, I got a notice from TikTok that said this: Due to multiple violations of our community guidelines, I'm temporarily blocked from posting until the 24th of this month. Now that is absolutely Crazy to me. So the notification before that was six days ago, and it said, you know, it was saying that I posted a com- a video that went against community guidelines. I appealed it. Well, again, this is how it goes. The first video was I posted a video. they said I uh, I violated community guidelines, so they removed it. The next update is my video appeal result, and it says that they denied it. And then the next one was the video I told you about that then got dang for hate speech. But then there's no update of my video appeal result, even though the video is now back and the community guidelines label has been taken off of it. And then the very next thing, four days later, is now due to multiple violations of our community guidelines. You are temporary, I am temporarily blocked from posting until the 24th. TikTok's a sham. This whole thing is is crazy, man. I'm putting out the most tame I know how to be on TikTok. And basically, look, I've been on TikTok enough now where, I mean, there's people, there's, I mean, there's nothing but sex on there all the time. That that That's all there is. And that's allowed to go on there. Teachers are allowed to do and say whatever they want. And the, the most extreme people you can ever imagine are able to go viral on TikTok except for conservatives. Um, anyway, so forget TikTok. All right, let's talk about Elon Musk. But before we do that, we gotta get into a sponsor. All right, let me tell you about Birch Gold, the global upheaval caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the crippling sanctions on Russian trade are showing to have massive, and I mean massive, ripple effects across the world, including right here in the U.S. And it's not just at the gas pump. Food prices are soaring right now. To quote President Biden, with regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. Wow you write he should write poetry at this point friends inflation continues to skyrocket as the dollar becomes worth less every single day transition some of your nest egg to something of actual worth gold and silver from birch gold that's right birch gold will help you convert an ira or 401k into a tax sheltered account in gold and silver get started now text the word graham that's g-r-a-h-a-m to 989898. with thousands of satisfied customers and an a-plus rating with the better business bureau birch gold can help you protect your savings so what are you waiting on The answer is absolutely nothing. It's free. So text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Again, there is no obligation to get this info. So go right now and text the word Graham to 989898 now. Okay. All right. So let's just jump into this. Now, so a couple of weeks ago, Elon Musk becomes Twitter's largest shareholder. Everybody saw that. Uh, Elon Musk gets invited to be on the board, and then Elon says, No, I'm not going to go onto the board because if I go onto the board, I'm capped at a 14.5% uh, percent shareholder cap, and that's it. And blah 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 blah. blah. A lot of people were like, Oh, see, Elon's doing this, Elon's doing that, and blah blah blah. But what really ended up happening was Elon then put out a bid to buy Twitter at $54.20 a share for $43 billion. And he wanted to take the company private because the way it is now, you know, it's Twitter's a crap hole. Everybody knows that it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible anyway. So Twitter gets the thing. They have an all hands on deck meeting. And then Twitter elects to have to take a poison pill, which essentially dilutes the shares by adding Hundreds of millions of more purchasable shares, which dilute the shares of the current share- shareholders, which shorthand the shareholders. Very risky situation in general. And especially the fact that since Elon Musk owns so much of the shares, Elon can turn around and tank Twitter by short selling his stocks. It's a genius move. And I don't really know. What's going to happen there that there haven't been a lot of updates since then, but here's my questions about this. Okay. If this was any other business, it would have been sold. (laughs) If it was any other business, it would have been a no brainer. He was overvaluing the stock. And I know, I know a lot of you may not, you know, be in the stock market and see things like that, but, but I mean, this was a good deal. I mean, a really good deal. Twitter's Twitter shares are not $54.20 a share, okay? Um, in fact, hang on, let me see if I can look it up right now. It's probably more because of Elon Musk. Let me go in here. Hang on, I'm doing this in real time. Okay, even now, after all of the stuff, okay, let, let's look at the past week. Before Elon said anything, the stock was at forty or $45.51. After he said things dropping as low as $44.58. And then the highest it got after he said something of what he did was $48 and looks like about 20 cents. But as it sits right now, it is at $47.27. So again, I say, okay, again, I say that uh, Elon Musk deal was high over the stock market value and it made a lot of sense for the company and especially for the shareholders. Twitter is a publicly traded company. Does't matter what Jack Dorsey or the original, you know ethos or morals of Twitter was, once you become a publicly traded company, if a big enough deal gets brought to the table, you have an obligation to take it to a vote by the majority shareholders. It's insane that they would not do that. And also, it's insane that the shareholders would let it happen that they aren't allowed to vote. If I'm a shareholder and I own, you know, 60 million shares of Twitter stock that I bought for, you know, back in the day, 10 bucks a share, and now you're telling me that you're going you're gonna to buy it from me at $54.20 a share, Hang on, let me just let's do easy math. OK, so let's do three million shares, all right? Times 10 dollars a share. So that's 30 million dollars. So I bought 30 million dollars worth of Twitter stock. Now you're telling me that you're going to buy it for 54 dollars and 20 cents. That would be 162 million dollars off a three million dollar investment. I want my money <laughs> if I'm a shareholder. The reason I broke all that down is because I want you to realize how crazy it is. That Twitter is not putting this to a shareholder, a majority-shareholder vote. Um It's insanity. I, I mean, th- think about that. Think about that. People that invested three million dollars originally in Twitter now have an opportunity to make 162 million dollars off the selling of Twitter. Would you not be upset? And so the question has to be asked: why is nobody upset? Why is nobody mad that this is going on? And, and and I'm not talking about me and you. We're upset about it. I'm talking about the shareholders. Now, to be clear, do I think Elon Musk is the savior of the world? No, I don't think that at all. But you cannot be the savior of the world and still have a great idea and do something that actually works out for everyone. I think taking Twitter back private is an amazing idea. I think having it uh you know, I think having someone that has an understanding of free speech and what it actually means is vital to a free speech platform. And Elon Musk breaks it down, I thought, quite beautifully. He says free speech. I always say free speech is somebody saying something that you don't like. He actually says it better. Free speech is someone is someone that you don't like saying someone you don't or, gosh. I messed it up. Free speech is someone saying something. I'm going to get it right in a minute. (laughs) I should have just played a video. Free speech is someone you don't like saying something that you don't like. Boom! Did it. Third time's a charm. And I think that that is an amazing sentiment um, because it's absolutely true. The First Amendment is not there for speech that you agree with, speech that you like. It's there for speech that you don't like. And in today's day and age, it's there for people that you don't like saying something that you don't like. I could say something that normally someone on the left would agree with, but because I said it, they don't agree with it, even though it's something that they would normally agree with on, because that's where we are as a society. That's where we are as people. What's going to happen? I have no idea. Elon Musk says there's a plan B. I guess we'll figure out what that is. Maybe. Maybe it's another super rich person that comes into play um that will go in to you know make the offer even stronger I, I I'm not really sure um but here's the biggest question, and here's the biggest thing and the biggest worry that I would put out one, how long until Twitter suspends elon musk <laughs> that's that that's the first question and then two, you have to ask yourself, how did we get into a situation? where billionaires have to come in to try to buy freedom. Just think about that for one second. How did we allow ourselves to get into a situation where freedom has to be bought? It's crazy. All right. Speaking of freedom, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you this, Alyssa and my kids are the luckiest people I've ever met in my life. If I had had the forethought To place a Vegas bet. Because you can bet on anything in Vegas. You can bet on anything. Me and my family. Have not gotten on an airplane. Once. In two and a half years. Since the pandemic started. And they put the mask mandates in place. We have not stepped foot. In an airport. And the week. That Alyssa and the kids finally decide they're going to get on a plane. After two and a half years, the mask mandates get (laughs) revoked, and now they don't have to wear the mask on a plane. Uh, So Alyssa would put it, uh, you're welcome, America. So what actually has happened? Um, A federal judge in Florida, Trump appointed, by the way, um, struck down the federal mass mandate, calling it unconstitutional. And now the CDC and the TSA and everybody agrees to follow suit. And now the mass mandates are officially over. Initially, United and American Airlines uh, were like, we're doing it regardless, blah, blah, blah. And they've since uh, changed that. And uh, people across everywhere are celebrating. And here's the most interesting part to me. About this whole mask mandate thing. The fact that everybody was celebrating. It shows that everybody knows and everybody knew that the mask mandate was garbage. The mass mandate was a lie. The mass mandate was nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, our children are going to look back at us. Because remember what it used to be? <coughs> it used to be you would walk up to a restaurant and you would have your mask on and the host would have their mask on. Because that's where COVID was. And then they would take you to your seat. And then, the second you were at your seat, then you were at the COVID protection bubble and you could take your mask off. But if you had to get up and go to the bathroom, you had to put your mask back on because that's where COVID was. Same thing with airplanes. You had to have your mask on at all times, uh, unless you were eating or drinking. And then, even now, uh, even right up until the end, they went even more extreme and, and, and you have to chew with your mask on. Uh, Then they have you stand six feet apart in the lines to get onto the plane, only to get on a three-row seater airplane where there's one row on one side, two rows on the other, and you're literally inside of another person because it's such a tiny plane. And then it, it, it is the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. The plane is recycled air, so it doesn't matter if you have a mask on or not. Those masks don't do anything. They've done nothing from the beginning. Even Fauci himself now has to say they'll probably never be able to know if uh, lockdowns or masks ever did anything. Yeah, because they didn't. They did nothing. And yet, people everywhere are celebrating, screaming in the in the uh, in the airports, in the airlines, et cetera, about the ending of the mask mandates. And I agree. It's a great thing, but, but I want to I read you this. One, this was a test run, but two, um, the damage has already been done. People have already been broken. Uh, I'm going to read you this person's tweet. Uh, this guy's name is Scott Henschinker, and he's a civil rights attorney in California. Go figure. All right, so here we go. I'm going to read you his series of tweets here, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay, here we go. It just happened. I'm in Florida and about to board a flight to LaGuardia. That's in New York. And over the loudspeaker, attention all JetBlue customers. We just received word that mask mandates has been lifted. Feel free to board your flights without mask. A loud, sustained cheer just erupted. A few people remain with mask on, but most now without. Smiles and laughter. Most JetBlue's employees I'm seeing, including flight attendants, have no mask. Hundreds around me about to enter New York where a new variant is spreading. All because a single Trump appointee overruled the CDC. What a crazy time to be in the airport and hear this announcement live. JetBlue, why are you complying with this? And the judge? A former clerk to Justice Clarence Thomas, Catherine Meisel was 33 at the time of her confirmation. She had been rated not qualified by the American Bar Association for the short, short time she has actually practiced law and her lack of meaningful trial experience. In case anyone was wondering, obviously, I'm still wearing a mask. My wife and six-year-old are on a different flight, six hours to Los Angeles. I wonder if they announced it mid-flight. And now both are at a greater risk. Just boarded. This is, you know, an hour later. Just boarded. More than half the passengers still masked. All flight attendants are. F- Pilot just came on. As I'm sure you all just heard, you don't have to wear mask anymore. So, yeah, feel free to take them off. I cannot imagine being on this packed plane right now, maskless. Some dude right behind me, maskless, on phone, sharing what just happened. I've never seen that before. An airport suddenly jump into a standing ovation. We were rejoicing. Then there's silence. Why would I wear one if no one else is wearing one? I think he's on with his mom. Hearing coughs, sneezes, people just breathing in this COVID air. Meanwhile, just finished wiping down my area with Clorox. Dude sitting next to me just took off his mask, took in a deep breath and sighed, ah with a smile, he just closed his eyes. He looked so content. Me, I'll continue to be masked and n 95 And then he put a picture of him with a mask. <clears throat> There's also people that are protesting the airlines, like I protested the airlines. <laughs> but I protested the airline for the uh, taking away of freedom of choice. They're protesting the airlines for allowing freedom of choice they're not saying that you cannot wear a mask they're saying that you don't have to and it's your decision um here's the bigger thing i've said it from the beginning and i'll continue to say it for forever this is a great day for freedom let this be a reminder that elections matter people it came down to one judge in the federal court one judge and they'll try to appeal it probably the uh, department of justice and all this stuff but either way As it stands right now, freedom is won, and it came down to one judge. But the bigger thing is this. Never forget that the damage is already done. As you heard from that raving lunatic there, masks are never going away because people live in fear now. And that's exactly what uh, the corruption wanted, people to live in fear. People coughing and sneezing on this plane. They've coughed and sneezed always like that's always a thing. Even me now, I find myself paying attention to uh, if I hear somebody sneeze, like I automatically look around just naturally more. If I hear somebody cough, I automatically look around more. We all do uh, now. I don't wear masks mask and all that stuff. But the point is, we all have become more subject to have you listened to children before? That's all children do is sneeze and cough and blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's all I do. We've forgotten what it means to be people. And Lord knows we've forgotten what it means to try to boost our own immune system by being around actual germs. Oh my. But regardless of the fact, we now live in fear as Americans. And the Bible tells us very clearly, you know, that's not the way we're supposed to live our lives. We're not supposed to live our lives in fear. And as Americans, especially, we're not afraid. What are you talking about? We're Americans. But yet we have allowed the narrative and the media to make us afraid. And what's even more appalling about the entire thing is that the majority of people who wore the mask that are now not wearing the mask, you knew the entire time that the mask did nothing. But yet you complied with it. Oh, Graham, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, I've said it from the very beginning, of the past two and a half years, and I'm never going to stop saying it. The only reason it lasted this long is because we allowed it to last for this long. If 50% of flyers said no more flying until the mask mandate gets lifted, it would have been lifted in three days. But I digress. Today is a great day to celebrate freedom, because as of right this moment, freedom actually won. And it's really nice to have freedom win for a change. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Got some big updates and some big news coming for you guys really soon. I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, Make sure to do me a favor. Share this episode and share this podcast with a friend. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you all again next time.